0: Welcome to the EAU podcast series on what do young urologists need to know. This is segment one, where we delve into navigating the transition from residency to professional urology practice. In our third episode, we are joined by Elena Segui-Moya, a urology fellow in Royal National Orthopaedic Hospital in London, United Kingdom. Also, Sabine Brookman-May, a Professor of Urology at Ludwig Maximilian's University of Munich, Germany. Additionally, Professor holds a position of Vice President Bladder Cancer Development Head at Johnson & Johnson Innovative Medicine, Research and Development Oncology. Together, they will discuss the crucial topic of preparing for a job interview. Join us as we explore essential steps and strategies for excelling in a job interview within this specialised field.
1: Hello, everybody. It's a pleasure to invite all of you to our new uh, episode of AUA podcast. In this case, the episode is called How do I prepare for an interview? I am Elena Segui, urologist from Spain, currently doing a fellowship in London. And I have the pleasure to have today as a guest, as a Professor Sabine Bruckman-May, who is a urologist from Germany, and she's currently working in an industry in USA. Hi, Professor Bruckman-May, how are you?
2: Yeah, Thank you, Elena. Um, I hope it's okay to say Elena. Please call me also Sabine, right? And we can maybe remove the professor title. But thank you for introducing me, and I'm uh, very happy to join this interview um, today.
1: We are going to talk about different questions or possibly questions came from the interviewers and the interviewer. So for you Sabine what are the general considerations when when you are invited to an interview I mean what do you think is the attitude should you get into an interview or what do you think what is important in terms of the interview or in terms of behavior through the
2: interview or considerations through the interview Yeah I think there are some maybe some more general uh, considerations and it depends maybe a little bit also what kind of interview you have whether you're applying for an industry position or an academic position, uh, whether you're a resident or you're board certified, on which level of your um, education and your training you are. But in general, there are some basic considerations when you get into an interview. And I think one of the most important aspects is to be aware of that the interview is not only for your interview partner. Of course, um, they want to know whether you fit into that role. But the interview is also for yourself um, to find out if the position is the right one for you or also if your interview partner or your interview partners would also be the right colleagues to work with. So I think considering that, it might also make you a little bit more relaxed and not just see it as an interview where somebody judges you, but where you can also find out what you want to know about it. And I think that's the most important aspect. Also, staying relaxed, seeing it as a more general conversation between you and your interview partner. Uh, try, of course, not to be nervous. But that can be the case as well. If that happens, I think that's also nothing that is too challenging. Also tell your interview partner when nervousness comes up that you still need to maybe get back to the, the main points, but really try to get in a relaxed mood into the interview in general.
1: Completely agree. No, I, at the end, it's a, it's a it's a conversation like you and me now in that terms of we have to be relaxed. It doesn't matter what the position you are looking for. Which questions do you think or can you expect from your interview partner during the interview? What do you think is the the normal questions or the most common questions?
2: Yeah, I think there are some common questions or some standard questions. And I have made the experience, although they are somehow standard, regardless of whether you're applying for a hospital position, academic position, or in industry, you will very often be asked about your strengths, also about your weaknesses. I think one aspect to consider is really to be very open here and honest. Talk about yourself, but this also means be aware of yourself, of your strengths and weaknesses before you get into the interview. And what I have heard very often, so it seems it's not only a standard question. But very often also candidates come up with a standard response. So, for example, when we ask about a strength, I hear very often that somebody tells me that they are never happy with the current situation, that they want to improve things. Also, when I ask about weaknesses, very often I hear that somebody is impatient, which means they try to get more weakness into a strength overall. And I think such standard responses might also be okay. But then you should be able also to get in more details. So why it is important and what outlines that and what would you do when, when you are impatient about something or when you want to change something? what are you concretely doing about it? Um, So again, think about really honestly about yourself. What is your strength? What is your true weakness? Also, think about a real weakness, not a potative weakness that could be a strength again. And in that regard, I would always also recommend before you get into an interview, not only ask your friends about what are my strengths, maybe you ask your enemies. And um, having a good enemy sometimes is is really great also from a career perspective. They might probably be more honest also with regard what are you doing not so well? What are you areas of development, and this is especially also why your interview partner would like to know what is your weakness, because they want to know What is the development area? And uh, that's really something to be aware of. Another general question, I think, is that you um, will always be asked, or in most cases, why you want to have this position specifically. So really think about it. What makes you interested in that hospital, in that department? Maybe it's related also to to the chief of department or a specific area they are working in. Also, when you apply for another position, um, also in industry, in pharma industry, in research development, Think about that as well. What is specifically of interest for you in that position? What will be asked as well is in most cases also something about your background, even if you have provided your um, CV already before. uh, Your interview partner would like to know what you have done, maybe relatively shortly, then describe what you have done in the past. There will be definitely also some questions about um, more specific than not overall, but more specific about the position. What is needed for that? What is your background related, for example, for an academic position um, about your research, about the publications you have done? Is there a specific research field you are interested in? When it's a non-academic position, this might not be so important, but then the focus would be more, where are you in your training as a urologist, right? And even if you are a board-certified urologist already, question might come up, is there any specialty you have? Also, what is your current standard uh, for specific surgeries uh, you have done? Where you feel certain, where you feel maybe uncertain and still need some additional support? I think these are the questions that that might come up. Again, getting more from a perspective between academic and also public hospitals, still the question may come up also about data experience. Have you done data analysis? Have you done uh, clinical research, participated in studies? Are you aware also of what is needed when hospitals are running studies? That might be something more specific, but really try to be prepared about that as well, that you know also your interview partner. Know as far as possible also what the hospital is doing um, or the company is doing so that you are able also to respond. On to these questions. And then I think also some aspects might be related to your expectations. There might be questions coming up. What are your future expectations? Is there anything you want to be or any place you want to be in two years or in five years from now? And some people have a very, sometimes a very uh, strict view on that already, or maybe also a very clear opinion or, or vision of themselves in two or five years. Some might not have. I think both has some pros and cons, but really be open to that also to say, um, either you have a clear plan, but maybe you don't have. And then also feel free to say, I want to use that as a learning opportunity. And I don't know yet, but I would like to explore different possibilities and, and see in which direction it could go more from a specialty perspective within neurology. But again, also here, be clear about it before you get into an interview. I think there is no right and wrong. Really be open and be honest um, about it. Don't try to be something, somebody different than you are, right? Really be open and also show realistically the expectations also about your person, about your future developments.
1: Exactly. Yeah, completely, completely agree. I think at the end, interviewers already know what the person wants. But even in this case, you have to be prepared for the interview. Be as uh, most honestly that you are. Sometimes they wanted to hear some specific things, but if you don't have these
2: things, no worries, it's fine. Exactly, right? Because it will also not help you when you try to pretend to to have a different experience or be somebody else, right? Or have um, another background which just fits into that interview to just get the role, right? It will not help you, sure, When you even when you get the job. Then it might even be, be worse in that setting. So really try to be open and think about also that you want to have that position, but also only under the consideration that it's the right position for you. So really consider an interview again from uh, from that perspective.
1: Do you think that could be, for example, an additional task or additional questions? And then we have to prepare for the interview. Do you think that in some cases there will be clinical cases or this kind of questions as well?
2: Yeah, and it could be, I think it's even uh, more and more used in interviews that you get some, uh, some more clinical uh, experience also checked. For example, a clinical case that could be asked for. And it could be very specific so that you maybe don't even have the expertise to completely answer it. So if that is the case, then I would also hear just be honest and, and go with the expertise you have, with the experience you have. Go to the right answer. And it um, does not mean you need to know everything. But I think what needs to be evaluated for a clinical position is how far you would go, what you would do also in cases where you don't know everything. So I think that is also not expected, but really outline more the scenario, what you would do, how we, you would consult maybe with uh, colleagues who have more expertise in a specific setting, which actions would you take? I think it's um, it's maybe not a perfect solution to say, I know everything, I know exactly what to do. It's also not ideal to say, I don't know nothing about that case, but then I would maybe just wait and do nothing. So really find a way how, do, how you would really deal in the clinical setting with that under the consideration that you might not know everything um, about a specific case, and that should still be fine because they are testing mainly also how how you work as a physician. Um, and, and that's the way as it should be in the clinical setting. And, and then I think there could be also some other questions about how you would deal with a, maybe when you have challenges in a team, when you have challenges or disagreement, disalignment with your colleagues, um, what would happen then, right? Or when you have a clinical case or a challenge where, where there is maybe no wrong or right, how you deal with some situations like that and, and try to explain what you would do there. Um, so I think that is really something that could be expected in a clinical setting, in a hospital setting, but also, again, looking for other possibilities, also in a research setting. In an industry setting, there are also often cases asked how you would deal with something or how you would develop, for example, a strategy to work on a specific disease indication.
1: Do you think that also any additional knowledge or preparation expected for an interview? I mean,
2: depending on which institute or hospital you want to apply? Yeah, I would always inform myself about the hospital and the department and my interview partners. So when you get into an interview not knowing anything about the hospital or the department, besides it's a urology department, this is not very nice. It also reflects somehow that you didn't prepare yourself in the right way. And and also consider yourself being the interview partner on the other side of the table, it's always nice to see also an who has a true interest in the position, who knows something about your person, who knows something about the research that you have been doing or the research focus of a, of a hospital or maybe a clinical focus. There could be a specific surgical setting, a specific treatment setting where the hospital has a more or less experience. And I think that is something you should really know. And again, also from a hospital perspective, but also again, thinking about alternatives, whatever you apply for really try to understand what your interview partner has been doing. And I think this is a precondition to get into an interview and to show the interest and also be able then to ask the right questions, because this is then a possibility as well. And something that will be assessed as something positive when you can ask questions also directed in, in the right direction. So it's really showing interest, being proactive, not just saying, I want to have this position because it's in a nice city or in a nice area, right? Or because I, I don't care about where I work, regardless as it, as long as it is urology, but really try to outline specifically why you are interested and to show that you have gathered some additional knowledge already about the hospital and your interview partners. I can add
1: something regarding this, especially here in the UK. Most of the hospitals has their own values and in some interviews they ask you about the values of the hospital. So you have to know normally five, six values, respect, confidentiality, excellence, no, this kind of values. But in some interviews, I was asked about these values and you have to know the list of the values and at least show also in the interview that you understand these values and then you can apply these values into clinical setting on your daily basis. Very important to know, first of all, who are in front of you in
2: terms of hospital, in terms of a specific person that do it in the interview. That's essential. Exactly. Yeah, and I think also the values you brought in, right, that also more and more hospitals have basic values they have written down somewhere and you can find it on the homepage, right, or you will find it out when they have something like that. Really look for that because they are more and more asking for it.
1: Do you think, Sabine, that the the, the candidate for a position uh, also has to ask a question? Uh, I mean, do you think that it's, it's nice after the interview, some interviewers say, do you want to ask some question? Do you think that it's important to do it?
2: Yes, I I think it is important. Also, the possibility to ask questions, I think, reflects whether you have really thought about the role before. When you just get into an interview and you are not very well prepared and just know it's a urology position, then you might not be prepared in the best way also to ask a question. And when they, when your interview partner gives you the possibility, then, then you might come up with, oh, I don't have any questions, right? And maybe I'll get back to you later. But I think it's always better really to think upfront already, which questions do you want to ask? What is important for you to know? Is it something that could come up during the interview, but it could also be something that is really um, important for you, for your future development. It could be something talking about how is the career development, also how, not specifically career development, but also your personal development. How can they support you? It could also be related to something where you still see an area of um, development for yourself and you could ask the question, um, how you? You could benefit also from the hospital and from an interview partner to support you in an area where you still see some more need for development. Then again, also ask about the hospital itself. And when you are prepared, then you know some aspects already. And then you can ask concrete questions also about future research possibilities, maybe also future yeah, from a clinical perspective, again, in, in which direction they want to develop more, maybe from a surgical perspective. What is the future strategy? Really think about that before, but you can ask the right questions when you you get prepared in the right way but really use the possibility of an interview also to ask um, the questions that you are personally interested because again the interview is also for you to find out if the position is the right thing for you not only from a work perspective but also how it can be integrated in your life so it's really important to ask
1: yeah completely I agree with this for example in a perspective surgical way I used to ask who will be my consultant and if we will be the same person all the fellowship for example or will I have to change different consultants because at the end you can get different background or different experience from different surgeons that's one of the questions that I like to ask in terms of surgical setting different perspectives different consultants of course at least two questions is normally a good point
2: Yeah, yes I would say two to three questions is fine rarely I have interview candidates who bombard me with questions in the end right when I say we have now 10 minutes to address additional questions and they come up with 10 questions and then I need to stop, but this is maybe more an exception. But two to three questions, I think, really outline your interest and will also make it possible that you find out what is important for you.
1: Exactly. One of my last questions regarding your experience, if I don't apply for a job in a hospital, in a academia, or, you know, in a normal setting, if I want to apply, for example, for in industry, do you think there is any difference needed for an application or a job interview? Or is it the same as the academia or a
2: hospital? Yeah, I think it's, it's generally the same condition or precondition you need to consider for an interviewer. So it's, it's still see it as a possibility to find out something more about the job, get to know your interview partners, so, and also the expectations from both ends would be somehow comparable. Also in industry, as an interview partner, I want to find out is, is the applicant really the right person for that job, right? So you still have the same perspectives overall. The focus might be slightly different when it uh, with regard to the more technical questions. So for example, for a hospital role, you might be more asked about your surgical background, about your clinical background. For an industry position, especially where, where I work now in research development. I would still also ask for the clinical background, but the surgical experience has maybe not such a big relevance. It still has also, by the way, when you look for urology research development or, or medtech opportunities as well. But I would be more interested in how I how you work, for example, with many different functions, how you can stick to very close timelines, how you work on data assessments. So the focus might be different on the more technical aspects. Um, but, in general, the same ground principles are true for for an interview, really. um, just also stay stay relaxed, ask questions show your interest really show that you have prepared in the right way again also here look for uh, for values or principles um pharmaceutical industries have um, to be able to talk about that be aware also of which which drugs are being developed also for for industry the pipelines are usually they can be found usually in the internet um, at least what is not confidential but this is also something where you can look at and, and see in which direction will it go in the future is it something of interest for me and really get prepared about that and what i think what I would just like to outline in the end is really that regardless of whether you get the position in the end or not, I think we should always see an interview as a chance for us to develop ourselves because it's a simple communication. And what you learn here is really communication. You train your communication skills. You also train yourself to listen and to provide targeted answers. You will be more and more able also to have, yeah, to consider your audience by addressing the questions in the right way. And I think this is something what you anyway need. In the clinical setting, when you Talk to your colleagues, when you talk to your patients, or when you have a presentation at a conference. These are the basic principles of communicating in the right way. So even if you don't get a job, see it as a learning opportunity in any case to go through an interview process.
1: Completely agree. And also see each interview as a process of, of learning. Okay. I didn't get this job. I didn't get this position. Why I didn't get it? What, what I did wrong? What I said not so well? What was my uh, behavior? What was my attitude in front of the interview? All these things after the interview, thinking about it, write about it. And then, okay, for next interview, I will do it better. Completely agree. Every interview is a opportunity
2: to learn and to learn about ourselves as well. Yeah. And I think maybe one point to add to that, Elena, is really also to, to think about on the one hand, about about the things you can improve, right, and and really analyze it. One option is, for example, also to go back to the interview partner and ask specifically if you don't get any reason why they didn't take you. Um, really also ask for what, what could I have done better? What was the reason I was not considered? And usually your interview partner will be, will be happy also to answer that. And in some cases, there might be nothing, right? So you should also not question yourself in general with regard to your qualification when this was not the case, right? But sometimes it's just too many applicants for a role and there is a, then somebody needs to make a decision um, about an applicant, but really think about still what can you do better. When it was really a qualification piece, then try to find out is this important for me, and if yes, how can I improve it for for future applications and for future interviews.
1: Exactly, what do you say before? It's a good point as well. Just ask the interviewer after the interview, after the results, a feedback when it's important to you. Just request this kind of feedback. In some point you need it, and in some point that feedback can help you to get another position or to uh, be focusing your career in some point. So that's important as well. Anything that you want to add uh, to our podcast today, Sabine?
2: No, nothing else, Elena. Just a big thank you from my end. I really enjoyed the conversation. I think it's an important uh, role also to uh, to assess how we are preparing for interviews. It's an important aspect also f- of um, being a urologist and developing yourself in the right way. So I really appreciate being able to uh, be an interview partner today. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much to you, Sabine. I completely agree. I think sometimes nobody prepares to to do an interview. So this podcast tried to give some ideas to our listeners, and I hope that they enjoy. And I hope that this is useful for all the young urologists. So thank you so much, Sabine, for this conversation. It has been a very very pleasure to me. I learned so much from you today. See you in
2: Paris, probably. (laughs) Thank you, Elena. Definitely.
0: Thank you for a captivating episode on how do I prepare for a job interview. We are sure our listeners enjoyed it. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about networking and building professional relationships in urology featuring Associate Professor Schenner and Dr. Pietro Paolo. To keep up with the latest EAU podcasts and stay informed on urological advancements, be sure to subscribe to our EAU podcast channel on your favourite podcast app. Until next time, keep learning and stay inspired.